back then, if someone tried to hold my hand, I think it's gross. Like, ew, no, f off. Hi, you're listening to season two of Love Life Millennials. Have a listen and enjoy. All right. This week we will be talking about Aquarius, and I have a very special person sitting right here with me, and she's a very, very close person that I have in Shanghai, and I just really wanna ask some personal questions. And as always, I'm not sure like if you guys are tired of me saying this, but I don't want to judge every Aquarius in the world, but I just want to know. A certain person's point of view, being an Aquarius, and we did our research, and we just want to know, we just want to prove the validity of her character, in a sense. But yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's nothing judgmental. If you feel like you relate to the topics that she say, then say it out loud. Let let us know. Or if you don't agree, then also let us know. Okay. So, without further ado. Let us welcome our most beloved guest, Clara Chi. How are you, ma'am? Hello, I'm doing well. I like the introduction. The most beloved. <laughs> okay, is that an Aquarius thing? <laughs> Maybe, or you can just say it a Clara thing. Okay,、Maybe、so how, how are you doing lately? Doing well, I think you give、mm. me really nice whiskey. Appreciate that. Always. So, tell me what you know about Aquarius. Aren't you gonna ask me to give a short introduction of myself? Do it. Hey, hi guys. <laughs> so fake. We started, dude. Come on, just let me be me, okay? Okay. Oh God, you're a pain in the ass. Hello, NGS follower. No. Hey, you need you. It's not follower. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Let me do it again. Hello, the listener. Of <laughs> I can't, dude. Just be normal. Just say hi. I am being normal. Like, hi, guys. Is that normal? Yes, it's normal. Okay. Hi, the listeners of Love Lies Malay. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Two minutes. Two minutes. Don't fall. I am Clara. I am. I thought about many ways of introduce myself, but I haven't come up one yet because I don't think I can be defined. So yeah, just remember my name, Clara. That's good enough. Okay, tell me what you know about Aquarius. Okay, what do I know about Aquarius? Actually, I didn't do any research, but based on what I, based on what I've read in the past, I would say a lot of people think Aquarius. Are spontaneous,、mm-hmm. but some people describe them as aliens, which I don't understand at all.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, they're definitely not normal. But that sounds that doesn't sound like a compliment. I'm not normal. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> doesn't sound like a compliment.、Oh, but anyways, that it means like they're not. They don't. They don't follow the majority. I would say. Hmm. And、uh, other than that, I know Aquarians are open-minded, super friendly, with a very, very kind heart. 
Okay, if I wanna go deep to cover my shallowness, <laughs> I would say a lot of the Koreans are very creative, but not me. And um, yeah, they they are very positive. I think in a way. Very positive in a way. Yeah, like they 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 follow their hearts and they be themselves. I think it's positive enough. I do. I do think like a lot of Aquarius, at least. Those people that I know, mm-hmm. including you, they're they're just themselves, mm-hmm. and it's like Estrella, it's like a Leo. It's it's so nice to have people who are very genuine mm-hmm. and very raw. In a sense, like when you're wrong, they will tell you. When I love that about friends. Correct, correct. It's just like if it's your, if you're good, they will tell you you're good. If you're bad, you they will tell you suck. So it's it's really easy to just get along with them. Mm. And especially for me, I don't really take offense in in people criticizing me. So I appreciate those feedback about myself. Yeah, I think nowadays in the society, a lot of people are so afraid of ruining a relationship with someone, right? So they tend to say nice things about them and. Um, compliment them, but as you said, a Leo like Estrella, she's being real. And uh, when you know their intention is not bad, mm. when you know their intention is just express what they have in their mind, mm. not to put you down or hurt your feeling, then it's much easier for you to take it. And I think if a Koreans wants to be themselves, they also understand when people trying to be themselves, even though. It can feel a little bit not as nice, correct, as correct. The, the 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 compliment, you know. Okay, for those of you at home, if you're confused, Clara is the president of our current Toastmasters club, and that's why she knows Estrella, and she knows Evangeline as well. So, yeah, we're kind of like from the same community. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, so we'll, we go we know, way back. Yeah, we know each other a lot, and just like with Estrella and Evangeline, I see her as. Pretty much an accurate 80 to 90 percent of an Aquarius, and that's why I want you to know. So I actually have prepared some like statements about Aquarius, and this is a, a format that is new, that is just only in this episode that I just thought of. So I'm gonna say something, and I want you, as an Aquarius, mm-hmm. to tell me if it's true or false. And no matter what your answer, you need to tell me why. I like this game. Cool. Okay, before the game start, I would just want to make one statement. What? My following statement and opinions that are Clara's opinions. Of course. Doesn't represent all the Aquarians out there. Okay? Obviously, yeah. It's just a discussion, and I'd love to know if someone contradicts or confirms. Yeah, leave in the comment below. <laughs> okay, so my first statement. As an Aquarius, you cannot just sit around and do nothing. You want to make a concrete, positive impact to the world. True or false? The first part was false. The second part is true. So you can just sit around and do nothing, but at the same time, you want to create a positive impact to the world. Yeah. So for me, I don't think you have to make every second meaningful. So it's okay for me to sit around and do nothing, and I do that a lot of the time. Ninety percent of the time. <laughs> well, that's not true. If if that's true, that just means I'm such a genius. You know, I can just use my ten percent of the time and achieve so many things in life. Oh, so you thought you have achieved so many things in life? I think I've done quite a lot in my life. Um, even though I don't think it's that much, but. 
according to the ten percent effort they put in, it's a lot. Okay, so tell me what what positive impact you think you have made in life. The positive impact. Yeah. Okay. So when I was in college, I was always interested in humanity and society.、Mm-hmm. So I majored in sociology, but at the same time, I was also eager to give back to the community. So I joined a fraternity that is not focusing on social part, but on the volunteering part. So every every semester, we have to do more than fifty hours volunteer work, work, and I sign up for it like myself. So sometimes we help arranging the. Sports tournament in an elementary school. Sometimes we teach people Chinese. Sometimes we help the disability kids with some sports, like we we play sports with them, or we become a company for the elder people or homeless. I think all these things maybe may not have a lot of impact on my personal life. Doesn't give me money. It doesn't boots up my GPA. It doesn't make me good relationship with anyone that can get me a better job. But my passion to give back to the world makes me feel like small things like this that I do can have an impact on someone's life. It makes me happy and fulfilled. Why do you feel like you have to give back to the world? Because I think I'm very lucky to be who I am today and where I am today. And it's because I get a lot of help from my family, people in the world, people who I don't know, and my friends. So I think it's if we wanted to keep the momentum going and keep the world a better place, I should start it from myself. Okay. Yeah, it's it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like doing a lot of the nonprofit work add meaning to my life. Like I know I'm helping someone. So you're saying that yeah,、better. the fact that you know you're helping someone is an enough reason for you to keep doing that. Yeah, because I think as what you know about Akirians, we really we value fair, right? Correct. So when I say something, it's not fair in the society. I wanted to contribute something to make it more fair to that person or to that community or、hmm. something. Really interesting that you say that. It makes me feel like I'm selfish because, like, for me as a Gemini, you I, are. <laughs> yeah, I, I did not deny that. But for us, it's more like everything that we do, we always assess it by how fun would it be for us.、Mm. What can we gain from it? So yes, we are willing to volunteer to do all those nonprofit activities, but. In the end, it's still all about ourselves. Like if we enjoy it, we're more than happy to give. We're more than happy to contribute our time and effort. But it sounds like for you, it's not about yourself. It's about the world. You have like this grand vision about that the world needs to be a better place. It's like you're Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay, so Aquarius are born leaders, but are also born rebels. True. I I think so. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So first, I didn't know if I was a born leader, but as time goes, I saw that I can be a leader or I can try to be a leader. You know, but a re- rebel. I think I was born to be a rebel. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me what.、No、what's the worst thing that you have ever rebelled before? Like. I don't know. Like. 
Okay, so you know how people say, uh, the the ones who fell in love in high school consider as 早恋 in China. 早恋 okay, early early crush. Early yeah, early crush. Yeah. Like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You're only in high school. Blah blah blah. But I had my first crush when I was in kindergarten. And I, I thought no. Seriously, kindergarten? Yeah. yeah, I told my mom, and my mom was in shock. And I was like, "What's wrong with it?" <laughs> my, my, my daughter is. What? <laughs> 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 yeah, I was just like, I think he's very cute, and I want to hang out with this person more. But it's a very pure kind of like, you know, like、I、nothing、did. holding hands or that. I think that's kind of like a rebel. Like I wasn't afraid of telling my mom. That I like a boy in my class when I was in kindergarten,、yeah. but another rebel I would say not like a rebel. I think I I wasn't very into girls stuff when I was in school. Like I was I had no interest in gossip, but I have、mm. passion for sports. I think what you are saying here is that you're not afraid to be different.、Mm, yeah, I think being different it can be a rebel. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And another But, thing is, a lot of people againsting me to going abroad at such a young age. Yeah. But I didn't care. I just know the Gaokao isn't for me, so I just. Correct. So, so a background story is that Clara went to the to California at the age of. No, I went to New York at、you、the age of sixteen, fifteen, sixteen. I, I c- correct. Can't remember.、Yeah. And I I do feel you because. Actually, my first crush when I was in first grade as well. See? Yeah, I I liked the girl and I just com- immediately confessed to her.、Mm. But then our relationship only lasted two days. Oh no! And do you know why it ended? How? Because I didn't want to eat with her. And so, so it's like since we're boyfriend and girlfriend, I want you to eat with me. And I was like, but I want to play with my other boyfriends. And then they're like, then you don't love me. <laughs> oh my god! I think you just love some very mature kid. Yeah, it's like. Wait, she was way more mature than you. I feel like you, I have to choose between you and my boyfriends, and I'm like six years old. Of course, I choose my boyfriend. Who the f- are you? You're、like? so funny.、It's、I am the same as you, like, but I am the one that lets mature. Like, I had a boyfriend in fifth grade and sixth grade, but the thing is, he waited for me after.、Oh. Okay, so I was on this.、Um, I was doing my practice, right? I was a sprinter back then in elementary school, and he waited for me at the gate. Correct. And I feel so gross. I was like, "Why are you waiting for me? Don't you have any other things to do? Like, don't you need to go home? Like, isn't that?、Sweet? I need distance. Like, I like you, but let's keep that distance. Don't be too close to me. Otherwise, so you don't, you don't like guys who are like over over the top when 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 they're like draining, like when they pursue you. Back in elementary school, yeah. What about now? Now it depends. <laughs> yeah, now it depends. Like back then, if someone tried to hold my hands, I think it's gross. Like ew, no, f- off. Like don't touch me. How dare you? Like timid or something. Like I like you, but it's mentally. But don't get closer don't get physical, to me I mean, physically. Yeah, exactly. I, I do. I do feel like you know. Early school love—it's like it's sweet, but at the same, time, <laughs> at the same time, it's like so selfish. At the same time, you know. Yeah, like the early school love is like any physical touch <laughs> equals to gross、oh. for me. <laughs> and then you just regret it. I want that physical. <laughs> no, I don't. It's you don't. It's just like it's so too early for that. Like, like、yeah. it's not getting. Okay. That deep. So, Clara, my third statement is:、mm-hmm. Aquarius always has the grand vision, 
Yeah, actually, I know this answer, but ends up being stuck over one's own head. Since you already know the answer, what's your answer? Yes. So, so Clara is someone. And why? <laughs> I'm I'm like the vice president of public relation. I used to be from our own club, and I I did. Assign one of our tasks to Clara, and I have hundred percent trust in you. Like I know you're capable in doing that. That's why I delegated the job to you. But it's just so funny when you said like I have so many things in my head. I don't know which one to say first. And for me, it's just like arrange your thoughts first. Which one is more important? But apparently, you don't know which one is more important. <laughs> you just want to say everything. What was the task that you arranged to me? Reimagine, right? I, oh, the first reimagine that I wrote. I still remember oh, you. You called me, and I was like, "Well, tell me what you experienced. Like, what was the first thing that you noticed when you went inside the room, and then you can go from there. Like, just it's it's all chronological." But apparently, Clara is someone who has so many thoughts in her head, and that is why she couldn't ever arrange her thoughts properly. I can tell you why. I can never. Recall my memory, how that imagine night went, like what you told me or taught me. Okay. Because to re- recall everything in the chrono chronological order, and to think over my head one by one takes way too long. <laughs> too many yeah. So like when I start to think, oh, when I walk into the room, what I see, right? Pause there. So I supposed to think what I see on my left, what is what I saw on the middle, what I saw on the left side, right? But I can't control what's going on in my mind, and my mind already jumped to, oh, what snack we had for the break. I can never go into such details unless I'm on drugs or something. Like I can't slow my mind. But, but does now, this mean like, like you're always looking at things from like conceptualized point of view, like from a bigger picture? You never really. Down the yeah, I I think that's one of my problem. Like I always look at the bigger picture. I think you also men uh, mentioned sometimes earlier. You said like I can see that I can tell that you're pretty good at micro micro management, but you need to work on your micro management. I think that's so true about me. Like, oh, when it comes macro to micro management, yeah, micro, management. micro yeah, yeah. When it comes to details and things. A lot of things going on in my head at the same time, or it just feel like very uncomfortable to think about such detail things. So yeah, to go back to that question, the statement is very true. <laughs> yeah, but when I see Clara, I, I see someone who has like she knows what to do long term, but in the short term, she knows nothing. Like <laughs> nothing is a little bit harsh. <laughs> I know something, but it's very jumpy. Yeah, it's like, like confused. Like you're just confused. Yeah, about I know I need to do this. That A, B, C, and D, but what to do first and what to do second? Is there anything I need to do between A and B? That's very confusing. But is this like an Aquarius thing, or is this just you, based on uh, your knowledge about your zodiac? Based on my knowledge, it's Aquarius. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know another thing about Aquarius? They can never blame themselves. <laughs> and other people okay. were like, "No, you, f- you, you just, you're so weak." Like. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I hurt your feeling, but it's true. <laughs> okay, okay. The other statement I got from Aquarius is like, once you made up your mind, it's very difficult to change it. True yes, or false? True. Okay, okay, let me put it this way: it's possible for me to change my mind, 
but it's gonna be very 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 hard for me to change my mind okay so uh, there are two types of love right okay. one is kind of sounds spicy <laughs> love for sight and one is developed love for me i'm always more like a love for sight so a developed love it's possible but compared to other people it's gonna take way more energy or way more steps to convince me that oh maybe i should give it a try because me as someone who believe in love for sight for myself i already made my, made up my mind the few minutes the, the first few minutes that i met this person so you're saying that even in the first five minutes you saw a person you already know what is the extent of your relationship with that person more or less yeah well that's interesting yeah. how did you judge it i don't know like just like your sixth sense. sixth sense yeah my sixth sense for one and i think i'm pretty accurate about the vibe about that person like what, what kind of vibe will, will make you feel like i think this guy suits my thing um want to get them more i want to get to know them more it's definitely one of the thing well, yeah but more to that is like i'm pretty authentic to myself but if i met someone that i have a crush on then i will start to act a little bit weird i think or really yeah what kind of weird things you've ever done i get nervous and i don't know what to talk about if i say it right or say it wrong and i would start thinking like well this person like me or not should i do think well this person want to be even friends with me or not i just start to questioning myself a lot like that confidence faded until i know this person also likes me so the compromise is that like you doubted yourself i think i doubt myself if i find someone like super attractive because i wanted to know how that person feels and so, you grab every little details about what what if you knew that the person is attracted to you what happens then then i'll go back to my normal me because i know okay they like me because they <laughs> they like me for being who i am oh <laughs> so shallow yeah i mean it's, it's like that okay so but the thing is what if they hate me <laughs> No one hates you. Bro. Yeah, but like I would think that way, right? I know nobody is gonna hate me because I didn't do anything harm to them. But the thing is, I will try to make opportunities for the guy to see me or to interact with me. So you will do that. Yeah, so they can know me more. But I, I don't, I won't make them feel like I was doing it purposely. We so sneaky. Yeah. I want to play it safe. <laughs> like I give you a chance to get to know me more. So after you know me more, do you want to reach out or not? No, no. I feel like because like for Gemini, at least we're like we're never afraid to show our our feelings. I would never made it like it's a hidden thing. Like I will I will let you know that I like you. But there are people who likes all types of people in the world. I might not just be their type. You know what I mean? Maybe it's I'm not the type that they are looking for because people like different type of people. That's the thing. And I feel like for me, it's more like okay, I like you, and I will show the best of myself in front of you. 
I give you a chance to get to know me. But you still have to make the first action to me. Listen. <laughs> At least they have to show some interest in me. If they, if I get the a confirmed feedback from them, knowing that they have some interest in me, I don't mind to make the first. Let me ask you that. What if they show interest, but then you do not have that kind of in- similar interest towards them? What will you do? What do you mean? They show me they're interested in me, but I'm not interested in them. Yeah, apparently you're not romantically interested. You just like you saw them as a friend. What will you do? I do it differently. At different age. Sure, tell us. Okay, when I was in high school, I'm a little bit cheap, you know. I would, cheap. yeah, not cheap, like more like it's not cheap, but just very cheap, lah. You know, like I would say something in front of that person's face purposely. I'll say my ideal type, mm-hmm. which is completely opposite of their own type, mm-hmm. in front of their face. So I hope they have an understanding that they're not my type. So don't tell me that you like me, so we can still be friends. But if you do, I will reject you. So mm. that's the message I want to send to them. And then in college, I was dating my ex-boyfriend for my entire college. So there's no problem because everyone knows how much I love him. Everyone knows I was so in love. So no one actually like really bothered to come to show their love to me. And after after college or after school, I feel like, oh my god, you can't be friends with guys, because every time when I'm trying to be friends with a guy, they always want something more. So for what I did is sometimes I have to hide myself a little bit. I know I'm very passionate and I am very nice, friendly, and supportive, but I have to. I need to hide that a little bit to let them feel that. Oh, Clara might be a little bit distanced person, you know. I can't show the truth of myself because they're gonna fall in love with me. Does it make you stressed out? Like you feel like, oh, why can't I just be myself? Like whenever I be myself, people would just like me. Does it stress you out? I mean, it's not like whenever I be myself, people would just like me. But it is stress me out sometimes. I, I want to be a very good friends with someone. But it turns out that the person wants more, and I have to back up a little and to make that boundary clear. Does that make sense? So how do I handle it? It's just uh, make it clear that this is our relationship as a friend. No more than that. If you want more, you'll be disappointed. Yeah. But you do say like. Have you ever changed your mind about that certain outlook? Like initially, you thought like you know what, this is we're just friends, this is our boundary. But then like, hold on, you find it. Okay, I'm, I might change for this person. Okay, it happened once, but no. Mm-hmm. Because okay, I thought it happened once, but then I recalled no, actually not. So it it didn't happen like that before. It's always like okay, I know I like this person, and I like this person, and I don't feel like there's anything between us, and there's never anything between us, no matter how hard that person tries. Mm-hmm. So my next statement over the chorus is, mm-hmm. you are overly idealistic. Oh, sometimes yes. What what ideals do you have in mind? I'm a very positive person in life, and that positivity can make a lot of things way easier than it should be. I, I will make things look easier than the reality, you know. Like for me, 
I thought I will automatically get a job after college because <laughs> almost everyone get a job, you know. But in reality, it's not like that. I struggled for a decent period of time to get just a job, and then I struggled for a decent amount of time to get a good job or the job that I want. So for me, I think being too op- optimistic in life. Is that I forget how hard it is to achieve something, and、uh, when that thing happens, it hit me hard. <laughs> Have you ever thought like, "Wow, this might work," but then this doesn't work? Of course. Is it always about love? Is it or is it something about life?、Mm, there are things about love and things about life. What do you want to know? Both. Love. Both. <laughs> Okay, let me talk about love. So let's talk about long distance. Okay. A lot of people don't believe in long distance, and they have very negative thoughts on long distance. But when I fell in love with my ex-boyfriend, I didn't care about the distance. I didn't care about anything that's between us, but only care about the chemistry and the, the love we have for each other. So the long distance was never a thing. We both tried our best to make it work. I fly to California every time when, every time when I can, and he come to visit me whenever he can. And when I moved to California, he came to visit me more often than I do. But the thing is, we continued to be long distance. Okay, so before when we start our relationship, we know our long distance is gonna end within two years. So you have a very Hopeful goal, right? Specific goal to achieve, and I made that happen by transfer from North Carolina to California. But we were still four hours away. But but for some reason, when I was in California, he was in China, and when he was in California, I was in China. So there are some of the things that happened.、Um, and then we realized, I realized that we've tried everything we can in a long distance. I think we are the ideal couple that a long distance can be at the time.、Mm. So there's nothing more for me to achieve, or nothing more that I can do to make our long distance even better. And at the same time, it's the time that I don't know when the long distance will end. You see my point?、Mm. Like it, it becomes a hopeless goal. It becomes to a Endless journey, and then I was pretty idealistic about our relationship. I thought when I move to California, everything's gonna work out, and we're gonna ha- live happy after every ha- happy ever after.、Mm. But the truth is, you know, the reality is just you can never predict what's gonna happen. Of course, and it's pretty hard to do long distance, especially when he is in the U.S. right now and I'm in China. And we don't have the drive to do long distance, even though I think we still have a feeling for each other. It's just we don't know the what's gonna happen next, and we don't have the drive that we had four or five years ago. Yeah. Okay. One last question. My ideal man, <laughs> my ideal relationship. Yeah. If you can just like describe your perfect man, what would it be? So one thing about us, we get bored easily. And I don't think there's a there's such a thing called ideal man. What I can tell you is, 
what are must to have and what are nice to have. Okay, so for the must to have part, they have to have a passion in life. A sense of humor is a must, and they have to understand me, support me no matter what, and appreciate me for being who I am. Yeah, pretty much. And what what are the nice to have? You know I love Brad Pitt, right? And the reason why I love Brad Pitt is because they always have that effortless coolness. So effortless cool is a plus. <laughs> and like he knows more than me. Inter- more intellectual. Like, yeah, intellectual. Like I want to admire a guy. Like he knows more than me in certain area. Like I admire the guy that makes me have such a big crush on someone. A lot of things are nice to have, you know. If they're into sports, they're good at English, you know. They're open-minded, but there you can go on and on and on and on. But the most important thing is the effortless coolness, yeah. And know more than I do. I think if I can summarize, an Aquarius is like she or he is attracted to someone who gives them, first of all, freedom to be themselves. For sure. At the same time, they want someone who is not just freedom for to being who they are, I but do. also appreciate them for who they are. I I think like they do value autonomy. Autonomy in terms of Aquarius, from what I listen to your answer, is like a very dynamic lover mm. in the sense that they don't really judge a person.、Mm. And it's different because, like, a Leo is very judgmental, but a Aquarius is like they're very situational. That's what makes them so different because they they appreciate a person as who they are, and and they can see the bright points of a person regardless of how many negative they saw. Even if someone is negative, they will be able to see the positive and. That's what I love about Aquarius. It's, it's it's just like water, you know. A water doesn't care if you're a rich person or a poor person. A water just care if you can swim. That that's what I think. Pretty accurate. Okay, so that will be about it. What for the Aquarius episode? I do. I do feel like Clara is such a. No matter how how weird she is, she's like a very. Example, exemplary model of an Aquarius, and I do appreciate her for coming in. So I just want to say thank you, Clara, for coming in. Yeah, thank you, Andreas, for inviting me for the podcast. It's my first time doing a podcast. I don't believe it. You are so fluent. Yeah, because、uh, because of the whiskey, you know. <laughs> Give it up. Okay,、oh、so for the listeners at home, I do feel like you know if you appreciate the episode, let me know and share the episode around. If you want to ask some more questions, feel free to DM me or DM Clara. We appreciate you listening to the episode. I hope you have a good day, have a good weekend. Yeah, and even better one ahead. Bye, guys. I'll see you next time.